Welcome to 5.5, the show where we watch 5.5 rated movies from IMDb and visit the side streets of Hollywood so we can give you reviews of hidden gems or terrible movies you should stay away from. So ready your popcorn, lean back and enjoy the show. You're listening to 5.5. Welcome back to another episode of 5.5. We are still going strong. We're still uh, watching a movie every month and we are still talking about it and recording it and releasing it to the internet with me today. As always, I have Amanda. How are you doing? Hey, Marty. I'm doing great. Thanks. How are you? Pretty good. Thanks. We also have Tom. Hello. Hey. And uh, my name is Martik. Larsen. Um we also have a guest this week. We don't have Beater. Let's quickly start with that. We don't have Beater because this movie is a uh, scary movie, a horror movie, maybe. Uh so she said pass on that. I feel like it's uh, our new measurement of like was Beerta here for the recording of the podcast? No. I think it's just like, you know, when we start off and saying, Did you fall asleep, Marty? It's like one of those new criteria now <laughs> that I think we need to carry forward. Yeah, I didn't fall asleep. Uh, our guest today who picked this movie is Syl from the podcast Whispers of War. How are you doing? Hello, I'm doing good. So, yeah, I think I think that was all the intro chat. We got you you on board, Syl. Thank you so much for joining us and thank you for, for picking this movie. <laughs> are you are you thankful though? Time will tell. No spoilers <laughs> here. This, this is usually the part of the... the the podcast where you know the guest is like oh i'm so sorry i'm so, <laughs> so apologetic it's like but it's fine that's what 5.5 is about that's that's, that's what we're here for it we're here for the good the bad and the in between you know that's that's totally awesome exactly exactly anyway let's not keep uh, people waiting any longer lights camera action it's time for the synopsis this month on 5.5 we watched ticks a group of troubled teenagers are led by social workers on a Californian wilderness retreat, not knowing that the woods they are camping in have become infested by mutated, blood-sucking ticks. Yeah, that, that's the synopsis. That's the movie uh, Syl picked. So before we get into the one-sentence review, uh, Syl, you picked this movie. Any particular reason? Um, well, first I had to pick something that was from the list. So I, I scoured through the list, of course. Um, and then all of a sudden I saw this movie and I thought, I know this movie. What was it again? Didn't that have Carlton in it? So <laughs> I just basically, I looked it up again. And I thought, yeah, I've seen this movie when I was like 16 on TV. And I was like, maybe it was... 10 minutes or 15 minutes in and I thought oh this is interesting what's this about uh, and especially with his character I was a little bit intrigued so I thought I need to keep watching this and then it became something special <laughs> and, uh, yeah <laughs> just I just thought you know what this is uh, this is basically my my teens reliving it again so that's why I thought I have to put it on there fair enough Fair enough. Let's um, let's let's get an idea of what people thought. Let's go jump into the one sentence review. Is the one sentence review? Nineties horror cheese fest that ticks all the boxes. It didn't tick a lot of my boxes. Ticks was over before it even began. Carlton should have stayed in Bel Air. There we go. There we go. So maybe, maybe 
you can have get an idea of, of where we are, are standing with this movie. But before we start, before we get into talking about the movie, let, let's take a quick look at the crew. It's time to meet the crew. First off, we have the director Tony Randall, uh, who is uh, probably you know he's not new to 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 the horror scary movie genre because uh, he, he, among others he has directed Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, uh, The Hybrid Family, Escape from New York, and The Double Born. I mean, Escape from New York is a classic, and I'm pretty sure Hellraiser is a is a. a, a decent or good uh, horror movie isn't it i haven't seen it so uh, but it's it's definitely a franchise that i know of so maybe still you're the horror expert here um i i've seen i think the first two hellraisers so including uh the one that he did and if i'm not mistaken this one had something with the xenobites in it so more of these monsters like pinhead and yeah, it wasn't bad i mean with anything like movies from around that time it doesn't really when you look at it now you're like interesting special effects um and that's you know it it takes away a lot from the movie but it's not bad it does give you that eerie feeling but it's like but any movies that were made in the 80s or early 90s the special effects are a little bit wanting at times um yeah so you'd think you know horror is uh, his thing well, also, I mean, I feel like we are leaving out a very, uh, you know, iconic TV series that this director directed two episodes of, which was Power Rangers in Space back in 1998. So let's let's not leave that out. That's, you know, <laughs> speaking of horror, speaking of horror, Power Rangers in Space, what the fuck are they doing up there? <laughs> I have nothing to add. I haven't seen any of these movies. Well, I think Marty's right when he says Escape from New York. Is a is a decent movie according to IMDb. That is a seven point two. So we uh, we shouldn't even talk did about. Did you that. just call? Did you just call Escape from New York a decent movie? Well, I mean, how dare you? According to how IMDb, you? you call it a decent movie, and I'm saying according to IMDb, seven point two would back that up. And now I'm saying it's a seven point two. We shouldn't be talking about it for for more than about ten seconds. I said it was a classic. I said it was a classic. Even the year is amazing. The years from is one of the best years. The year is that is that the year you were born? Maybe it was. That's a long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> Next up, we have actress Rosalind Allen, who played the role of Hallie Holly Lambert. You might know her from Naked Gun Thirty Three and a Half, The Final Insult, Hijack, and Beyond Belief: Fact or Fiction. Sorry, Amanda, just have to correct you there because you said Naked Gun Thirty Three and a Half. It's actually Thirty Three and a Third. Thirty Three and a Third. <laughs> Turkey and a turd. Irish Which is, I, I don't know. I, I remember the Naked Gun series as being amazing. I remember that I it it's it beat they they were so funny when I was a kid. It's probably also as we have discovered with older comedy movies that the humor doesn't necessarily hold up these days. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know if uh, any of those movies 5.5 by chance, because I'd love to, to jump back into one of those. Naked I'm sure butt. that the Naked Gun, the first one must be higher. That has mm. to be higher, because it's such a cult thing. Yeah. yeah it's it's so good. Naked, Naked Gun's I always love them as well. 6.5. No, no die. Uh, no die. 
when it returns. But there's like 33 and a third movies out there of the Naked Gun, so, you know, I'm sure we can find something else that well, is. You know what they say? <laughs> you throw enough shit at the wall, something's gonna stick. Yep. <laughs> I've never heard of the other movies, though. I've never heard of the of Hijack or Beyond Belief. That that's, sounds more like a documentary that's a to TV me. TV series, actually, and that's rated 8, eight out of 10. Uh, is it? Ooh. Yeah, that's. Uh, I have actually heard of that one. That's all I got. I couldn't tell you what it's about, but like that's it. I have heard of it. <laughs> nope. Nobody's really wrote a synopsis for that on IMDb, so I don't really know what that means. Uh, probably means we should move <laughs> on. Let's do it. And up next, we have Amy DeLenz, who plays Dee Dee Davenport, known for Can't Buy Me Love. I just want to start singing a Beatles song there. Miracle Beach, General Hospital, and, oh, never thought I'd say this on the show, Murder, She Wrote. Murder, She Wrote. I, I know the last Best one. Show ever. Best show ever. And by me, love, that sounds thing. very, very familiar. I don't know if I've seen that in a really, like, desperate evening or something. I Rom-com, don't know. Rom-com, 1987. Yeah, prob- probably it was one of those, like, oh, you need to watch this one and this one and this one. Maybe it, it's just gone by, but it sounds very familiar. Or it's just because of the Beatles song. <laughs> Could be that. Could be that. I mean, that's what I thought of when I, when I said it there. Uh, yeah. Uh, Seth Green. Who plays Tyler Burns, who uh, we know from Idle Hands, The Italian Job, and Party Monsters, and Buffy. Um, and Buffy. Buffy, and Without yeah. a Paddle, and Robot Chicken, Robot and Chicken. Family Guy, and <laughs> being like the identical twin to my very first boyfriend. Idle Hands? I don't know if you guys have seen Idle Hands, but Idle I Hands. I love Idle Hands. Love it. I remember it as being so good, but I have a feeling that it's probably one of those movies that's not that's not super uh, well known, but I remember it as being really good. It, it, it holds up. I've seen it fairly recently, and honestly, it does hold up a lot okay. better than, you know, quite a few of those early or late 90 teen horrors. Hmm. It's not really a horror, isn't it? I remember this being yeah. a little bit more of a, a comedy, well, horror, but a comedy, comedy horror. Movie. Comedy fantasy yeah. horror, that's what it's defined on IMDb. And do you want to know yeah. a fun rhyming fact right here? Seth Green played a character in that film called Mick, which rhymes with tick. There you go. <laughs> love making the connections here. Might be a bit of a stretch, that one, but, you know, I love to do it. It works. It works. It's totally legit. <laughs> next up, next up, we have Virginia Keen Keeney, play who plays Melissa Donson, uh, known for the dentist. Pump up the volume and Silk Stockings. Ooh. Well, I have to say, I don't know what any of those films are about, but I would bet my life that the dentist is a horror. Yeah, I've seen the uh, the poster for that. It looks very much like horror, so... <laughs> um, we could have almost almost do an episode about The Dentist from 1996. 5.3. Oh. oh. But it's not simply not good enough. We have higher <laughs> standards. We do, we do. Um, it's not time for your checkup, Marty, so we, we shouldn't talk about the, the Dentist anymore. No, let's move on. Next up, we have Alfonso Ribeiro, who played Daryl Panic Lumley. And you might know this delightful character as Carlton from the Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in the house Wild Wild West and Silver Spoons. Wait, what is, was he also in Wild Wild West, which is also a Will Smith that. movie? Yes. <laughs> who did he play I, in Wild Wild West? I wonder who made that happen. <laughs> it could have, could have been a, a cameo, perhaps. A cameo appearance? Must be. But a- fun fact: Will Smith turned down the Matrix 
to actually be in Wild Wild West. Just wanted to put that out there. Hashtag priorities. Yeah, he chose the right one. (laughs) He wouldn't have been able to sing rap in the Matrix. But imagine if he was in the Matrix and he did, and the Matrix has a catchy theme song that goes, Wild Wild West, only it's the Matrix. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, into the Matrix. Here I go, everybody. I don't know. I, I want to be in that universe. I want to be in that universe where Will Smith and Keanu Reeves is in Wild Wild West. Sorry. Oh my God, please. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom, I, I know that you like trivia. Uh, what role do you think Will Smith, uh, they, that they wanted him for in The Matrix? Oh, it's got to be, um, it's got to be your man, your, your man. Morpheus. Morpheus. Nope. Neo. Neo. Really? Yes. yes. See, Tom was just being like, well, you know, it was the 90s, probably racist, so they hired a black guy instead of the black guy. Is that <laughs> where your head went there, Tom? <laughs> well, I, I simply based it on the fact, oh, they hired that black guy to play that role. And I was like, well, maybe they asked Will Smith to be that black guy. It, it is interesting, though. I know we're not supposed to talk about The Matrix, but you know, seeing the Matrix today and after we've seen it, I could not imagine anyone else than, than you know, Keanu Reeves play the role. So to thinking about having Will Smith in that role is so far-fetched to me. Who knows? Who, maybe, maybe we, we all love a bit of Keanu Reeves, don't we? But, you know, hmm. we just could, don't know. Fun, fun Keanu Reeves fact, not fact, but he played himself in a Netflix movie that came out last year called... Well, it doesn't matter what it's called because I can't remember what it's called. But he played himself and he was a real asshole in it. Like, huge <laughs> asshole. And uh, I was like, this doesn't... I don't feel like this is what himself is. I feel like he's not an asshole. Why are you an asshole? And it, the movie was called uh, Always Be My Maybe. And I remember that now. You're welcome. <laughs> I really like that movie, actually. And he was really funny in it as well. Yeah, but he was such a dick. <laughs> but he's Canadian. He's Canadian, I- isn't he? Yes. Is he? Oh, really? Well, before it turns into a... This is turning into a County Reef Love Fest episode, and I don't like it. I also like a little bit of play on words, because you know what? He he was actually a dick in that movie. R- rhymes with ticks. Oh. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Wow. And finally, on this list that we have here, we've got Peter Scolari playing Charles Danson. What a great name, by the way. Who you might know from Newhart... Girls, that thing you do. I just winked. And The Polar Express, a great a great Christmas film. What a great Christmas film The Polar Express is. Hmm. Marty doesn't approve. So there we go. Yeah, I, 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 I was hoping for a bit more of a bit of a reaction there, Marty. I've just never seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it? Well, there you go then. I've never seen The Polar Express. Oh, my goodness. No, I haven't. Oh. It's, not, it's not 5.5. It's so. not 5.5, so it's at 6.6, so... Uh, it's only a 6.6 yeah that's crazy wow that's that's surprising the world of imdb is a strange place it's a strange place you know (laughs) got all these weird films at 5.5 and you know we're here to try and right some wrongs can i add one actor to this absolutely oh please do please please do so when you see the guy in the beginning uh, jarvis tanner who is the 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 person who has the the um, wheat plantation i guess or or um the one who goes i'm infected and <laughs> that guy he is in 
loads of movies. He he's makes yeah, he makes so many cameos. Also because his brother is Ron Howard, who is a director. He used to be in Happy Days mm-hmm. uh, as Richie, I think it was Richie Cunningham. <gasps> You're right. And, yeah, and it's his his brother. And um, I know that Ron Howard puts his brother in a lot of movies just as cameos because. I, he has such a face that you will always remember. It's very mm. distinct, and, and I just saw him and in that, and I just had to laugh. Just like, okay, yeah, <laughs> he's in this as well. <laughs> All right, I think that was the crew. So um, I think, I guess it's time. It's time to, to let's hear what, what people think. What do we think about that then? Problem teens in Los Angeles join an inner-city wilderness project in an attempt to get back in touch with life's priorities, led by do-gooders Holly and Charles. When they got to the campsite, they began having problems adjusting to the wildlife, particularly local marijuana growers using herbal steroids to accelerate plant growth and the mutated ticks that the leaky steroid system has created. That awesome synopsis was written by Ed Sutton. Not Birta. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Ed. So there we go. There we go. A quick little uh, description of what this movie was about. So, um, yeah, uh, it's definitely, I don't know. Is it a horror movie? Because I felt like, I feel like I was, I was laughing more than I was actually uh, being scared. It's a, if, I think also because of when it was made, because I actually looked up when this was made and I thought, it, it, should I expect a lot from this with like um, uh, uh, what's it called uh, sorry, what is the effects and stuff like that or should I be a bit more more forgiving but it's the same time that Jurassic Park was made <laughs> and released so you know <laughs> I, my standards are a bit higher so I have to admit some of it I thought especially with the ticks I quite liked uh, uh, that it wasn't just like, oh, look, they're being pulled on a little wire or there's like a little cart under them that that's why they move. They actually do have scenes that they look as actual takes and how they move. In that regards, I'm like, okay. But is it a horror? I don't know. But then again, I don't find Jaws scary anymore because mm. of how it holds up with, with um, the uh, special effects. But I still find it scarier than this one. So... <laughs> I mean, just a point on that, Sil, because I just have to check this out, because you're comparing it to Jurassic Park on special effects, which I think's fine for the year. Jurassic Park had a budget of $63 million. <laughs> Doesn't Hicks, matter to me. <laughs> Ticks had a budget of $2 million, so just, you know, it's quite a bit of a gap there, quite a bit of a gap. Just, just, just. I mean, I have, I have to say that I actually thought that, I mean, obviously... You can't really compare it to today's standard where we have CGI and the likes, but I actually felt like the scenes where the chicks were in them and things like that, it actually looked quite good. It didn't I agree. look bad. It felt, yeah, I, I didn't feel like it, it felt horribly out of place or something like things sometimes do. I mean, I, I think, I feel like I've seen CGI that was worse than this, to be honest. <laughs> There's a particular scene with uh, Panic where he's getting like split in half and that was like oh my god like that's it's very disturbing and it it didn't feel like super it didn't feel like super unrealistic i mean obviously i feel like this is i feel like this film was made in the 80s and they didn't release it you know for five years after (laughs) that's what it feels like to me it feels like this is like an 80s film released in the early 90s and Hmm. it it was actually uh actually didn't take according to the the imdb page it, it was 
turned around in like I think two months or something that they made this film and so it, it was really quickly kind of uh, pumped out there so unfortunately it wasn't made in the 80s and, and held on so that just debunks uh, my theory there I have to admit I do have a, um, a soft spot for companies that and uh, movies that don't completely bank on CGI mm. and actually do create the monsters themselves um, with with whatever material they have and I have because uh, that's where my love for aliens comes from because that's how they created it in the first place and but ticks are thought you know what but you can actually see that it is a model that they made uh, with everything and yeah I have so much respect for for movies that actually do that because mm. um, I think that sometimes nowadays with CGI people get lazy and you can see that it's generated by a computer it loses a little bit of that charm and realness but yeah I, I mean not a movie that scares me <laughs> um, even though you know I find the, the real ticks more scary when the you know when I go oh. out and across I'm always checking my toes like is there anything crawled in between just in case but yeah I wouldn't say it's scary more a little bit gory at times that I went like okay that's I need to put my dinner plate down now because this is not really nice to <laughs> oh, see. <no. laughs> not eating yeah. your dinner watching this. Don't do that. That's that's a no. new warning. Yeah. Don't yeah. eat your dinner while you're watching this. Thank us later. <laughs> but no, I, I have to agree. I, I, I do think that I feel real life ticks are more scary than, the, than these ones. And this movie was. Uh, it's actually not that long ago that I had uh, that that I had a tick uh, uh, showing. Uh, an interest in me for the first time in my life uh never experienced that before and i was like uh, so so what do i do, do about this help <laughs> well now you learned that you need to put a lighter underneath it apparently and then it explodes apparently, then they explode <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it sounds like a small fire going off <laughs> <laughs> exactly. now you know now you know marty next time you're out in the wilderness yeah. bring your zip up yeah. and you'll be fine yeah. It'll be just fine. I feel like there's a, there's a hidden message in, in this movie uh, that, you know, weed is bad and you shouldn't <laughs> smoke weed. I don't know. It's just an idea I got from watching this movie that, you know, don't do not do weed, uh, kids. I apparently. think the state of California would disagree with you there, Marty. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I know we're kind of joking around, but actually there was kind of... there was There was something in this that really didn't sit too well with me. And it was actually the scene... There's a scene with um, uh, like Daryl Panic when he's getting chased down by the the two villains in this, mm. and there's like a there's a scene that just kind of it, it can actually be a little bit of a trigger warning, especially right now um, when they've kind of got him pinned down. They've got his, they've got like the, their knee like on his neck, and I was like, oh, this yeah. is like this is like you know this kind of behavior being being portrayed uh, like in a movie, but in, in 1993. But it's like you know seeing that now that's kind of a bit uncomfortable uh, to kind of view that there and obviously there's some kind of I think it doesn't really hint at it but I think there's some sort of racist agenda towards uh, Panic's character as well from these two uh, they're the bad guys there and they're totally unhinged and I don't really know what the point of them were they were just there they were just kind of there I don't really know what their Mm. objective was in this you know (laughs) Uh, we have this uh, grow up happening which you know as this is in the early 90s it's like well it feels like it's kind of 
prophesizing a few things here as well. You know, then you end up with a, uh, you know, Canadian or not Canadian, Californian wildfires as well. Like, and it, it just, I don't know. There's just, it's just kind of weird when you watch a movie from so long ago and then shit's happening in it. You're like, fuck, like this is like happening in, in real life as well. And I don't know. It just, just kind of weird. So, so what, what you're saying is that that California should watch out because next up, huge mutant, uh, mutated ticks will uh, uh, crawl out of. of What's the, the fucking woods. thing, right? I'm just like. You know what? This could be this could be real. You know, I'm just like I wouldn't put <laughs> wouldn't put past you, America. You're fucking putting weed in or not weed? Hey, in steroids in your fairness, weed. It would be in line with 2020 how it's going. <laughs> oh, so, I know. You know. Like, oh yeah, this, the ticks are on steroids and now they're huge. They're ripped. <laughs> <laughs> I really also the creepy guy. What was the point with him and why was it was he in this movie? And and. Because he was really interested in, in young girls as well, which it, it just seems so off that that the, the, both those char- characters seem so wrongly placed in this movie. To be honest, so, some of it was really weird because I thought fa- her father is right there and he's not mm. doing anything about it. He's cool nope. with this. Like, why? Like, if if that would have been my dad, um, he would have gone mental if he would have seen that. So. That I just thought that that's really odd, and I also found some of the things. Some of the things were just weird. Like, why would you take these kids out to the wilderness with almost nothing to do? Then, as two camp counselors, you're going to go away, make out, and and you know, or go to bed early while everyone else is still outside with these troubled teens, and there's nothing for them to do. And I was just like, wow, you really suck as camp leaders for trying to get these kids to to. I don't know, get back into the wilderness. It's awful. Yeah, I I actually, that was the thing that I had the biggest problem with the whole movie. I was like, you know, because I I used to work with with kids. I've been a camp counselor and I was like, you don't do that. You don't just like take kids who have never been in the wilderness before and then fuck off to go and fuck and leave them to do whatever the hell they want to do and then you come out and run out and you're like why did you light the place on fire we're in a fire hazard zone blah 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 and they're like well we don't know how to light a fire and the guy's like oh well well, I'll show you tomorrow I'm busy and it's like uh no you actually should show them how to light a fire properly like do the job that you are getting paid to do presumably he's getting paid and I'm just like nope but he's just they're just worried about not anything to do with these children I did love the start of that as well. It bugged you, yeah. <laughs> good, good choice of word there. <laughs> I, I love the bit of start, kind of after the first encounter with the tick, and and Tyler like runs back to camp, and he's like, "Hey, there's a big bug. We should just go home." He's like, "Yes, Tyler. Yes, 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 Tyler." And uh, Charles is just like, "No, no, 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 you know, no, it's fine." It's like, ah, oh, could have saved us, you know, so much time there if you just went home. If you just went home, would have been fine. You'd have been all right. Yeah. Am I the only one who also thought about uh, what's it called? Acro- acrophobia, acrophobia. What's it called? The, 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 there's spiders? a similar, yeah, with the with spiders instead. Arachnophobia. Uh, yeah, that that's the word. Um, because I remember that one is actually being proper scary. Yeah, I watched yeah. arachnophobia when I was like twelve, and it was it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Oh, I actually have some knowledge just on that okay. point because we are we are making you know I, I pointed out a little Amanda made a little bug joke there actually ticks are not insects they are arachnids and they are more closely related to spiders and scorpions so I think we just have to 
give some knowledge in this fil- in this podcast Doesn't episode. Change. They still need to die by fire. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, the other things that really bugged me about this movie actually is that it tried. I'm using that word because you keep laughing. Go at for it. it. Go for it. Um, <laughs> Definitely milk kept, it. Uh, it kept trying to bring up like kind of social justice issues, right? Like there was. Um, the the blatant sexual harassment like was mentioned earlier mm-hmm. there was um the other girl who uh mentioned that she'd been raped and that she oh, talked yeah. to holly the yeah. camp counselor about it um tyler who has like panic disorder and mental health problems and like this is supposed to be helping it um this this being like going into the wilderness where even though that was where the originated picks. from um, and I'm just like, okay, so you're trying to address all these issues, but actually you've done it all really, really, really badly. And it that, that also pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you could probably, they should have probably done at least two to three more uh, write-throughs of the script before they went ahead yeah. with filming anything, I think. Uh, but well, I mean, they, well, they... also on that point, you know, I'm on the I'm on the Tix trivia page here on IMDb, and it's it's answering all <laughs> our questions because there were four minutes of footage that were shot and completed, but were removed from the film before the final release. And to make it even more mysterious, this footage has never been seen in any release. So I'm just saying that four minutes could be key to connecting potentially the creepy character guy to something to do with something within that story and you know maybe we're just missing something this but yeah i might as well like no, nothing gets like it gets pointed out but there was no real resolve to that um i guess the tick kind of took priority there but you know there was a lot of disconnect within everything like i don't i still don't really understand those two guys were they in on the on the 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 um the, um, the cannabis uh, business or or not? Why did the sheriff get killed? I I still don't know why. Who, that shot, was. who shot the sheriff? Who shot the sheriff? <laughs> I, I love I love the scene with the sheriff when he first goes to the camp and like, hey sheriff, want some breakfast? And sheriff's like, oh yeah yeah yeah. And he looks over <laughs> and sees the eggs getting made. He's like, no, I'm all right actually. <laughs> crack me up. I was like, that's great. Next thing that he's was funny. next thing he's floating in a pond somewhere. It's like yeah, it was like why did he die? What's happening? What why what? And, and the two the bodies did did, did admit that. But, sorry, uh, no. Go ahead, say what you're. No, gonna I was going to say that the two the two kind of bodies did admit that they killed the sheriff, but we don't know why. No, no idea. Because he didn't like eggs. Shoot him. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the other scene that I loved it was uh, one of the very first ones where we actually see one of these giant blood thirsty ticks and it was um it ran off this the scene and it had like a stick in its hand and it reminded me <laughs> of um that meme that's got the crab with the knife um, <laughs> and i was just picturing it with like its little top padded monocle with a little knife in its hand and i was started laughing so hard in the director's cut yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, now I have to think about that all the time. I can't. If I rewatch this ever, that's what I will see. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're closing in on the on the final judgment, so I just want to quickly ask any last comments, any last things we need to to talk about. I can't take. Um, I keep calling him Carlton, but I can't keep Alfonso. I can't see him as a as like a thug. I just can't. <laughs> I just looked at him in his in his MC Hammer jeans or trousers, and I thought, 
what is that? You know, it just it just looks like oh, Carlton wants to be a bit, you know, going rough and, and wild right now. But it just I could not see that at all. I, I just want to, I just want to mention like one of my other favorite scenes in this film. It's where it's, and it's when uh, Charles gets shot in the leg and instantly uh, his his partner is kind of like get the first aid kit. It's like he's been shot with a shotgun in his legs for Christ's sake. Brilliant, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. There, there's some great just moments of absolute ludicrous <laughs> cheesiness in that's, in this movie. That's the other thing. Who has a freaking bear trap open in their their work area so that you can step into it? That what? I was just like, surely that needs to go outside. Why is that inside? Um, what's I mean, I guess going that's on just here? Bear, bear hunters working from home. Those four minutes, those four minutes would have told you that. That's probably it. Answer to everything. We need like a Schneider cut of this film. We need need those four minutes. It's going to fix it. All right. With that, I don't think there's any... We can't push it ahead of us any longer. It's time for the judgment. It's time to meet your judgment. Stick, bump, or bust. So, Tom. Hello. Do you know the the ratings for how we do this? I do. do. You do? Okay. Let me explain it to you again, though. Okay. Because... Oh, sorry. I don't know, Marty. Could you please explain? <laughs> That's better. So we have a rating system that is stick, bump, or bust. Stick means that this was definitely a 5.5. It uh, deserves that quality stamp. Um, so, yeah, stick. It was good. It was 5.5. Bump totally means that uh, this was actually s- such high quality that 5.5 is not uh, you know d- d- it's not enough you need to bump it up to a higher rating or bust I mean we even have to say what it means it's busted obviously so uh, so yeah Tom since you already did have a, such a great start what is your rating well as soon as the credits rolled on this film I knew I was going to rate it because sometimes I kind of quiver in between ratings but I'm bumping this film I'm bumping this film and it, it's great to finally bump something I'm not saying it's I'm bumping it much more than 5.5 but I think it deserves to be a bit higher I'm not Marty says you know bumping a film because it's a masterpiece or I, like I don't agree with that but I'm thinking <laughs> you know just go a little push up it, it's, it's a cheese fast like it's so cheesy I feel like if you just peeled off the sticker that said it was made in 1993 and put a sticker on it and said it was made in 1989 people would freak out and be like oh what a classic 80s film what a classic 80s film that's why I, I just in my head i was like this is just like an 80s film this is 80s it's like it's not 90s it's not it's, it's it has got lost it has got lost. yeah it took took six weeks to to shoot I don't believe it. I, I think they shot that in the in the 80s and they just they've just pushed it along and I'm bumping it. I'm bumping it. I, I, I don't know why. I, like it was done and I was thinking about it last night and I was like, yeah, I don't know why I'm thinking about this film. I guess cuz nothing really made sense and I'm trying to make sense of that. But but it was it was an enjoyable watch. It, it was it was probably like you say Mario, it wasn't scary, but it was just a kind of classic like horror trope and I think it just worked and it was I enjoyed it. There we go. We start out with a with a bump. I have to admit, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming personally, but uh, there we go. The show can still surprise. Amanda, where are you at? Um, 
this is a big old bust for me. Surprise. Um, honestly, this show sucked. This movie sucked. Um, <laughs> it was boring. Sorry, Sil. Super boring. I was like watching it last night and I was like, ah, oh, there's got to be like half an hour left. And yep, this is just the climax. And oh, it's done. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well. Okay. And that was exactly how my reaction was. And I was just like, yep, okay, this sucked. Carry on. There we go. So we have a bump, we have a bust. But I mean, we're not over yet. It can go anywhere still. Sill. I'm going with um, Tick. Um, just because. <laughs> <laughs> just first I didn't see that comment. I didn't see that comment. Brilliant. <laughs> just because it's it's a cheese fest. Um, I it, you know I have to admit I watched this with with my partner and he was like, "What kind of shit are we watching?" <laughs> but I just laughed all the way through with so much. Like I just found it really funny. Um. And yeah, I was just like, you know what? It's not a great movie, but it's yeah. I remember watching it at like fifteen or sixteen or something like that, and I thought this is amazing. <laughs> so that's why it it can fit there. It can stay at five point five for me. There we go. So we have we actually have have a stick, a bump, and a and a bust. So I feel like I should just don't give my rating, and then we're, it's perfect. It's golden, um, but. Uh... But I also do feel like I, I, I need to get this out. I've had it on, on my chest ever since I watched this movie a week ago. Uh, I think the, the thing, thing is that um, I, I thought about the other movie. The, uh, I still I already forget the name, the, the, the spider version of, of this movie, which I remember is so good. Yes, and Spider-Man? I watched this one. Oh, no. okay. Spider-Man, yes. And I watched <laughs> this one, and I was like, no. Even before, I mean, I was looking at the timer like three times through the movie, and I was like, "Oh, is there still so much time left?" It's a big one bust for me, big bust. Did Berta watch any of this? She watched the first five minutes, and we're like, "Nope, not going to watch this." I, I, I had it was within the first five minutes, and there was something, and I was like, "That is the moment that Berta noped out." I just know it is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, she was sitting next to me and we're like yeah I'll watch and then we'll see how it goes and yeah five minutes in she's like yeah you can just put your headphones on and watch it I don't care I'm out of here <laughs> I feel like we need a timestamp we need a timestamp to know when Beauty left, left the building <laughs> so yeah, yeah. that's so, the future, future marker stick bump yeah. bust or left the building is the <laughs> <laughs> oh if that's an option you know I'm totally down for that <laughs> So yeah, so I think what does that give it an overall bust, right? It's an overall bust, yeah, um, for this movie. Well, a bump and a stick plus two busts. Yeah, it's a bust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, it's an overall bust. So uh, so yeah, but thank you so much, Sil, for, for picking, right. picking picking this month's move, uh, movie. Well, it's not a majority bust. So I mean, I don't know. No, no, no. It's not no, a majority no. bust. It's not the worst we've had, you know. Still, <laughs> definitely. Still, I think you to get a bump out of something. That's a result. That is a result. To be honest, you know. You know, I didn't pick this movie to to have people to love it. 
I just thought <laughs> everyone needs to experience this once. <laughs> An experience that we did. <laughs> Boxes were ticked. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Thank, thank you so much for joining us uh, this month, still. So uh, if people uh, want to hear more uh, from you and about you, and 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 what, yeah, where can people do that? Uh, you can find uh, my podcast generally on anything that has podcasts, uh, Whispers of War, where I talk less about ticks uh, and more about Warcraft. Uh, and Twitter uh, is at Whispers underscore of underscore war or McMonkeys with a Z. There we go. Again, thank you so much for joining. You out there who are listening, uh, what is your one-sentence review? Did you enjoy this movie, if you have seen it? Or do you want to suggest us any movies we should watch? You can do that on social media and around places on the interwebs, right, Tom? You certainly can. Why not head head over to 5.5.reviews, where you can leave us a message, or you can listen to old 5.5 episodes. Don't know why you'd want to do that. And you can find us on social media at 5.5.review. Go on, give us a follow. There we go. I think that's all we had for you this month. We are looking forward to the next one where we also have a guest who also will be picking most likely a scary movie if we know this person correctly. So uh, look forward to that. But for now, bye. 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 This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Thank <laughs> you.